This is Her Self-Expression with Beverly Price, a podcast dedicated to women who seek self-empowerment. Like many women, Beverly suffered with low self-esteem, and now she is on the other side and is ready to share her knowledge with you. In this podcast, we interview inspirational women every week who share action-oriented tips to boost self-image and self-confidence. If you'd like to move from self-loathing to self-love, as Beverly did, stay tuned for today's episode that is sure to help you take on the world. And now, here's Beverly. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Beverly Price, Woman's Life Transition Coach and the host of Her Self-Expression Podcast. Most women struggle with their self-image and self-confidence. Her Self-Expression provides knowledge, support, and insight to help women on their life journey to self-empowerment on the inside and out so they can confidently and successfully take on the world. Today, I have these questions for you to ponder. Do you know what your life purpose is? Have you tapped into it? If not, do you know how to get there? Well, my guest today is Gabrielle Boucher, who is going to talk with me about how to step into your purpose and get paid as an expert for what you know. Gabrielle is one of the most booked millennial speakers in the world. She has been called the next generation of motivators by Tom Ziegler and is a popular two-time TEDx presenter, best-selling author, and founder and president of The Millennial Solution. Her work, get this, has been endorsed by the likes of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Brian Tracy, Lewis House, and co-founder of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Mark Victor Hansen. Gabrielle has worked with everyone from presidential campaigns, the U.S. Navy and Air Force, and the top brands in the world. Gabrielle has been featured in major media outlets including Success, NPR, Sirius XM Radio, Bloomberg Radio, Glamour Magazine, Business Insider, and Los Angeles Times. The better question is, where has she not been featured? So, and is frequently called on to speak and consult on millennial motivation and engagements for Fortune 500 companies. Gabrielle now utilizes her 11 years of millennial research to provide high-level solutions to a broad range of clients, from automotive giants to boutique media shops to the U.S. government. Her books include The Purpose Factor, Extreme Clarity for Why You're Here and What to Do About It, Five Millennial Myths, The Handbook for Managing and Motivating Millennials, Second Edition, The Millennial Entrepreneur, Side Hustlers, Startups, and Disruptors, Restarting America, Keep Them Longer, How to Gain, Train, and Retain Top Talent. I'm exhausted just telling you all about her. She's so talented. If you want to feel empowered, find your purpose, and step into it, then listen to our conversation. Hi, Gabrielle. Thank you so much for being my guest today. I'm honored to have you on our show. Well, it is truly an honor for me to join you. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, you're so, so welcome. We're so excited. So I guess to start out, 
I'm very intrigued. Tell me a little bit about your personal journey to empowerment. You know, I, I started this journey of discovering who I am and what my purpose was at a really young age. I think I was just really curious about how it is that you can really step in yourself and have a platform to be able to help other people. So my mom was a bit older when she had me. She had me when she was 42. And so I think that really gave me a perspective of, of you know, really utilizing your life and living your, your, your life's yes. purpose at a young age. And so because of that, she would, you know, and she was a business owner. She was very involved in politics. She was a community activator. And so she would take me out of school and be like, we're heading down to the Capitol or, hey, you know, like I'm, I'm working on this business deal, you know, send these faxes for me, which, you know, kids these days don't even know what a fax machine is. And, and I just remember <laughs> seeing in real time what it meant to be an empowered woman. And so for me, it wasn't whether or not I should be empowered. It was really to what extent. And so I did what most young people do is I wanted to go change the world. So I studied in my undergrad uh, politics and theology. So like the two things that people don't really talk about in wow, conversation. Controversial. I, de- <laughs> I decided to do both. I was like, let's be the most awkward person at Thanksgiving. And so jumped full tilt. And at the end of that journey, ended up getting what I thought was my dream job as an education consultant in the California State Capitol. Was really excited about what was next for me. But a series of events happened where my boss, who was a state senator, just decided to not run for election again and political speak. I was unemployed. So I, at 23, I kind of had to reimagine myself. And I've had those points throughout my life where I had to reimagine after relationships, after right. after moving, after starting companies, after losing companies. And so each time that happened, I really had to come back to that core response of what's my purpose? Because like most people, mm-hmm. and I'm sure like many of your listeners, I, I had multiple dreams. I had multiple opportunities. I could have gone one of 19 different directions. And, right. and because of that, I felt very, I felt very stuck by the overwhelming options in front of me. And so if it wasn't for my clear understanding of my purpose, which purpose is really just the best of what you have inside of you to help other people, if I didn't understand what that was and how to find it, tap into it, I really would have lacked the the direction necessary for me to ultimately get to where it is that I am today. Wow. So how would you describe your purpose to the audience and how did you step into it? Yes, the the discovery of my purpose kind of came at a time where I was really frustrated that everyone kept telling me to find my purpose. You know, that's such a, a throwaway <laughs> line at, at graduation ceremonies or at, you know, when you're transitioning into something next. And, and people kept telling me find my purpose when I was trying to figure out what to do next, but no one would explain to me how to find my purpose. And so a researcher by nature, I kind of looked at, well, how is it that I can actually apply how I research to find my purpose? And so I applied the scientific method to finding my purpose and and decided, you know, maybe it didn't just work for me. Maybe it could work for other people. And so slowly people started showing up at my apartment. Friends of friends started showing up. My husband and I started doing these weekends away where we would invite people and help them find their purpose. And truly in helping people find their purpose, I found my own, which is really empowering individuals to not only discover, but utilize their purpose in a way that creates a clear transformation in the lives of other people. 
You see, I think people have really Beautiful. made purpose all about them. Like, hey, how does this make me feel? Mm-hmm. Or what am I passionate about? And and it, it really isn't. When you make purpose about you, you are setting yourself up for a lifetime of disappointment and setting expectations right. on other people that will never be there, that can never be fulfilled. But when you make purpose about you recognizing what have I overcome that I can help someone else overcome? Answering that core question is step zero on the path of finding your purpose. Absolutely. Well, I think in mine, what I've learned is at this stage in my life, I have gone through all of the major changes and stressors in life, some more than once. And so what I want (laughs) to do is give back to women and show them how they can cope through those life changes and come out better Mm -hmm. on the other side. So it's a a service purpose that I think is embedded. That's amazing. I think so too. And I think what, what you're saying is so powerful is because when you go through something, you have authority in it. Your story becomes that authority that you then have a duty. If you listen really closely, you have this duty whispering to you saying, you have something that the world needs. And being able to redeem that pain and turn that pain into a purpose, whether it's a divorce or a layoff or a job that you started and didn't work out or or a direction that you thought you were going to go, all of those things, all of those failures have actually created muscle memories, just like going to the gym. You build muscle from making little tiny tears in your muscle. You build a a platform to help people by all those little tiny failures that the the ability to pick yourself back up and say, well, what would I have done differently? When you have that context that you didn't just go through that for yourself, you did it for, you know, your sister or your brother, your friend, your cousin, someone who you may never meet in person so that they don't have to experience things the same way that you did. And, and that I think is ultimately the true test of, am I living out my purpose? Because I think some right. people think that they are, they're like, I, I, I'm living out my purpose, you know, I'm providing for my family or, you know, I'm a good mom or, you know, I'm a good sister or daughter. And in the role that you play in your family is not your purpose. That is the people you're serving with your purpose. But right. that in and of itself is not the only reason you're here on this planet. And, and I think just speaking life and permission into the fact that you have a purpose, all of those things that have culminated, yes, you are a mom, you're a sister, you have all of those other elements in you as part of your identity, but what else is there? Who else could be impacted if we look beyond just what's right in front of us? That's the mm. stuff that I get super excited about. Oh, I can, I can feel your excitement and I'm getting excited just listening to you. <laughs> so do you think... Most women know their purpose, or do you feel like, in part, our purpose has been dictated to us over the centuries? I think women in particular have a very confused idea of what purpose is, is because we are some of the most adaptive, malleable, all figure it out kind of folks. And so because of that, throughout our lives, whether it's our roles as firstborn daughters trying to figure stuff out when, you know, when our parents were going through a divorce or as sisters trying to help our siblings figure out how to go to college or as as girlfriends or as wives or as mothers or grandmothers, the role we've played in our family has really taken up so much time. And I think very beautifully, we have an immense duty to that role that we have and that's so important. But I think for a very long time, we've confused duty with purpose. 
And I think that that confusion has really delayed so much of the progress that I see really coming to speed right now, where I'm seeing a huge movement of women stepping into their purpose saying, yes, I'm a mother and yes, Mm -hmm. I'm a sister and yes, I'm a wife and yes, you know, I'm I'm a widow and. And those roles that I think society has placed on us, just because it's a little bit easier to pick a a title and move on, I think that women are now saying, there are so many facets to myself that I have so many lessons. I have so much wisdom that I've earned through through tears and crying and prayers and life that I know that if I package these things in a really intentional way, that there are people whose lives will ultimately be changed simply because I said yes to my purpose. Wow. How, how does someone find their purpose? I think the process of purpose discovery is one that has been really confused for a long time. I think people assumed it's something that happens in a sunset or on a meditative retreat or in this <laughs> emotional high. Yeah. And I think that that's actually confused a lot of us as we leave a, a, a big you know, conference or something or watch a webinar and we think, oh my gosh, I found it because we scribbled something on the back of our notebook and we get home back to dishes and traffic and bosses and then we lose sight on that emotional high. So, so purpose right. is not an emotion. I think purpose has really been confused a lot with passion. So if you actually look at the dictionary definition of passion, passion is defined as a barely controllable emotion. So when people tell you, what are you passionate about? Well, that changes. You can be passionate about pickleball or you could be passionate about, you know, saving someone from a a particular disease. And so passion, I think, has just become so confusing and I think has really misdirected many of us on on our pathway to purpose. And so the way that we teach purpose, there's four steps. Like I said, we attack purpose from a scientific angle where we say, hey, what is that core thing that you have inside of you that you can then help others with? So I don't have time to go through all four, but one of the first that we really focus on is what we call origin story, that moment that really shaped your perspective. And so we analyze it one of five ways. So it's kind of like Enneagram meets purpose discovery, where you start to really figure out what type am I? And so there's five types. There's rejection overcomers, people who felt like because of who they were or what they believed, they were rejected by someone in their life. We have trauma overcomers, someone who experienced a physical or emotional trauma. We have loss overcomers, someone who there is a core person in their life and that loss ultimately shifted their perspective. There's failure overcomers, people who were maybe going one trajectory and because of a personal choice, they experienced that failure. And then there are betrayal overcomers, folks who put their trust in a person or a process and ultimately had that that trust broken. And so just finding what type of origin story you have does a couple things. Number one, it it, sh- it helps you see how you've shaped your decision-making process. The majority right. of people I talk to have some sort of rejection overcomer in their origin story. That means that most of their life, they're trying to find a way to not feel rejected. So, and that's my story. I, you know, workaholic, overachiever, gotta be number one, first in line, right. all of those things. We do everything that we can so that we, look good enough, act good enough, sound good enough. So that way someone won't say that we're unworthy. And so just finding just that one of those elements of what kind of origin story you have then shapes so much of your perspective where you can ultimately say, okay, I have authority in this space as a rejection overcomer. I know I could go in and I can help 
millions of other rejection overcomers identify that moment in time that shaped their perspective, redeem it and replace it with the truth. And so that personal insight, having that structure of identifying what's happened to you is one of the first steps that we go through when we help people find their purpose. That sounds really powerful. And I think that can can people be in multiple categories and how mm-hmm. would that determine what their purpose is? Sure. Yeah, most people are. I mean, most people have experienced multiple moments in their life that really did shape their perspective. The way that we've approached it, and really this has been done over about eight years of study and application, and this is the process of purpose discovery that we teach the U.S. military. And what we found is people typically have a primary, and it's usually something that happened before the age of 18. So it could be a trauma loss of someone in their family or rejection by someone in their family. It could be a betrayal by someone in their family or a close friend. So typically that primary happens before your, your age 18 and creates that muscle memory that you then experience other elements from. So you may have be a rejection overcomer, for example, and then during your early 20s, maybe become a failure overcomer or a loss overcomer. Each of those elements certainly play a role, but the primary, those light bulbs go off. I love it when I get text messages or calls or connect with people after a conference and they say, oh my gosh, me just finding out how it is that I I process that difficult moment in my life shaped every other key moment of my life. Those aha moments are, are some of the most beautiful currency that I could ever receive. Oh, wow. Now, can somebody's purpose change? Yeah, this is something I think it's really controversial. No, someone's purpose doesn't change. Who you serve with your purpose does. Once you discover your purpose, it is that understanding of what's the best I have inside of me to help someone else. Now, you may change who it is that you serve. Your primary people that you serve with your purpose may be your young family. It may be aging parents. It may be you're in between a job. Just because you're not in a particular role doesn't mean you no longer have a purpose. Who you help with your purpose certainly changes. But what your purpose truly is, that thing that you have inside of you that you can help other people overcome, it really doesn't. And so you learn new skills along the way. You see new perspectives. You get better at it over time, hopefully. But in all of those things, recognizing that your purpose isn't something that changes dependent upon the role you play or how many kids you have or, you know, whether or not you're employed or not. And I think that the idea, the theology, so to speak, of purpose has really confused people because they feel incredibly depressed when when they don't have a job because they feel like, I don't have a purpose. Of course you do. Right. Or you know, my, my, my kids have, have left for college. I feel like I don't have a purpose. And so if we so attach our purpose to a role, of course, we're going to be disappointed and depressed. But when we realize that purpose that we have is inside of us all along, we're so empowered and frankly excited about who it is that we get to help next. So I found my purpose, which is to help women. So how do I step into it? So the application of your purpose, and this is the fun step. I love these questions, by the way, Beverly. You're so good at this. The application of your purpose is the fun part because it's kind of what you get to decide. I think when we assume there's only one way to use our purpose, we then set ourselves up for failure because we assume, well, I can only use my purpose if I become a professional singer. I can only use my purpose if I get that particular job at that particular company or if I get married or if I don't get married. And so we, have, we put all of these caveats on our fulfillment and then get frustrated that we're not fulfilled. 
And so if you take a step back and, and look at it, like how fun is it that I get to choose how it is that I want to use my purpose? Right. I run two companies, but I could be working for someone else and still be using my purpose. I could work at Panera Bread and still be using my purpose. The, the platform is what will change. And so stepping into your purpose, the power is in the specificity. So you knowing that you want to help and empower women is great. That's kind of the first part of it. And then it's with what? right? Which is mm -hmm. the things that you overcome that you can help other people overcome and then with how. And so determining what's that platform. So for you, it's okay. this podcast, it's the coaching, it's the, the core elements. It's that we call it the tool, that thing that you've developed, whether you knew it or not, when you were going through that hard stuff in life, you were creating systems and processes. And so digging into that saying, hey, when I was going through that really hard thing, these were the things that I was going through. Here's actually how I got from A to Z and reverse engineering what that looks like. And so the application is the fun part because also, too, it changes depending on what kind of income that you need. It depends on what kind of season of right. life that you're in. And so I think giving yourself permission to lean into the curiosity of the application of your purpose, I think, is one of the funnest parts of, of being purpose aware. Wow. So exciting. We'll be back in just a minute, and Gabrielle will share her three actionable tips about stepping into your purpose. We'll be right back. Hi, beautiful. Beverly Price here. If you want personalized guidance on your journey to confidence and empowerment from someone who's been there and don't want to go it alone, then my signature coaching may be just right for you. With a confidential approach and one-on-one -on -one personal support that has helped hundreds of women, we'll work together to move you forward, whether you are looking to deal with a major life change or an overall life overhaul. Schedule a free discovery call with me today at HerSelfExpression.com to learn more and say yes to the ride of your lifetime. Now let's get back to the show. We're back. Gabrielle, what three actionable steps would you give to the women in our audience to step into their purpose? I love it. So I'm a big action girl. Give, give me a checklist and I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> so I love it. I, I think that the three steps are really three questions. The first thing okay. is, what have I overcome that I can help other people overcome? Okay. I think the second question is, what has held me back? Who am I looking for permission from to start living out my purpose? And the third question that you need to ask is, who is currently waiting for me to step into my purpose? If Ooh. you ask those three questions, you are going to identify, number one, that you do have authority. So many times I think we shrink back and assume, who am I? Or you know, who's going to listen to me? But when you actually go into the crazy things, you have gone through horrible things. You've gone through hell and back. And the things that you've learned along the way, whether it was a bad relationship, a bad boss, a bad economy, you've learned things that you can help provide insight and, and influence into other people. The second question of, of really understanding what is holding me back. So oftentimes we're waiting for permission from our partner, from our kids, from the universe saying, well, I can't move forward until. And mm -hmm. so giving yourself permission, realizing that that purpose that you have inside of you is your permission is one of the most important gifts you can give to yourself. And finally, when you fall in love with the people you're supposed to help with your purpose, 
doubt, I call them doubt demons, that that imposter syndrome so many of us talk about, those things that are holding us back no longer have a grip on us because we're like, shut up, doubt demon. I've got people I want to help. There's someone on yeah. the other side of this that needs me to step in and is waiting for me. And so when you start, stop making it so much about you and how you feel about it and start making it about the people who were, are waiting for you to step into your purpose, it, it accelerates your discovery. And, and I think it would be an incredible place for your listeners to start. I think too that if if it follows from that, then by not living my purpose, I'm depriving those people that need my help. And that's exactly. another way to look at it too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how do you think taking these three steps impact a woman's journey from self-expression to confidence and self-empowerment? I think it really all comes down to authenticity. I think when Ooh. so many of us are seeing that we truly want to be our most authentic self, I think that that's one of the biggest cries in our heart is I want to show up as myself. I want to act and dress and be accepted and seen and be loved how I truly am. And I think when we make that shift of purpose aware to purpose fulfilled, it really is us being fully self-actualized. It's us truly understanding and redeeming the hard craft we've gone through or the, the insight that we've experienced or the solutions that we've created for other people. I think it creates that confidence because we know that who we are is enough and that what we have done isn't just about us, but we can take it, redeem it, rewrite that story and then help other people. How do you think this then impacts a woman's success in life? I think purpose and success really go hand in hand. And when you ask most people what they think success is, they may say, you know, financial freedom. They may say time freedom. They may say, you know, my family's healthy. So everyone has a very personal definition of what success is. But I would argue if you don't know your purpose, you're not successful at all. Because you're taking and pulling what other people see as good enough and saying, well, that's they're good enough is good enough for me. But when you know what your purpose is, you realize that what you have inside of you isn't just good enough, it's the best. And you really start to have, I think, what so many people are looking for, which is that self-love, that self-acceptance, right. that peace that comes at the end of the day that I showed up and because I showed up, something really positive happened. So we mm -hmm. call them fulfillment transactions. Like you know, most people think of just financial transactions. We talk about fulfillment transactions where how is it that, you know, I'm able to show up and know that because I've done the hard work and written six books and, you know, done the TED Talks and help other people do the same. It's not just about me being able to say, yes, I know, you know, other people are able to make money because of what it is I've been able to, t to talk to them about. That's a financial tra transaction. The fulfillment transaction comes from the stories, the notes, the, the feedback that I get from their audiences saying, I'm so thankful that you're here. So I think that's mm. kind of the underlying superpower of people that when they're fully in their purpose, there's this aura of success around them because they've defined success for themselves and they're fully living it out. Oh, that's just an incredible place to be, how good it feels. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I have one question that I like to ask all my guests to kind of wrap things up. And that is, what does self-expression mean to you? When I think about self-expression, I'm thinking about you expressing who you are, what you believe, and where you're going in a way that is like fully resonated. So I'm talking a lot about authenticity because I think mm-hmm. that that's something that we, not just as women, I think as humans, we really struggle with. And so when it comes to self-expression, it's you showing up as your true self and you showing up as your best self. So sometimes our true self isn't our best self. We're like, I'm a hot mess today. Mama's tired. Mama needs a snack, right? And, and, I, and, our, and our best is us saying, hey, I put in the work. I know that I have to you know, work hard on this project and start this business or write this book and make it the absolute best because that's what the people I want to help deserve. And so I think right. self-expression is that really perfect marriage of showing up as your truest self and showing up as your best self. Oh, incredible. I totally agree. So, Gabrielle, how can our listeners find you? And is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience? Oh, my goodness. Well, I could keep <laughs> talking to you for forever. So that's <laughs> that's a, a good problem to have, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, our folks in your community, which, by the way, thank you so much just for inviting me in and getting to to meet and chat with the the good folks that you've created a community around. It's such an honor. But yeah, I mean, we've got tons of ways that we love to give back. I mean, folks can check out our book, The Purpose Factor. It just came out on, on paperback. So The okay. Purpose Factor is on Audible. And then we've got a free community. I do free training all the time on how to find your purpose or how to get your first paid speaking engagement or how to write a book. Stuff that I've been able to learn along my journey that, frankly, I wish someone would have helped me with. Yep. And so we've got a free community. It's just, you can check it out at sevenfigurepurpose.com. It's the number sevenfigurepurpose.com. And uh, come join us. Come at, hang out with some of our free training. And and that's probably where my favorite place is to be. Yeah, absolutely. Take advantage of that. So you don't have to take as long as some of us to learn the <laughs> lessons about our purpose. Gabrielle, thank you so much for being my guest today. To get to where Gabrielle describes, we need positive thoughts, deep digging into ourselves, and clarity. I believe that we need both outside and inside strength to come together to make our empowerment journey complete. Thank you for being with Gabrielle and myself on this episode of Her Self-Expression. I hope you can see the direct connection between finding your purpose and empowerment. I love connecting you with incredible women that can provide actionable steps for you to take on your journey. Please listen to this podcast and share it with your friends. My goal is to carry this message of empowerment to 100,000 women wherever they are, and I need your help to spread the word. Remember, the more you express yourself, the better you feel. Self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment, both on the inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to go it alone. No matter where you are in your journey, I'm here to help. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Self-Expression podcast today. To listen to past episodes, visit www.herselfexpression.com. Once there, you're going to want to take our quiz to see where you stand right now on your journey to self-expression. 
If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts with Beverly and other like-minded women, join our Facebook group, the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood. Invite your friends too. When you download and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or other podcast services, be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends to download it too so we can continue to help others. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. Visit www.herselfexpression.com and join us today.